Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Millennial Movie Talk. It's a special one this time around. It's 2020. We need to talk about 2019. A lot of stuff happened. I am here, as always, Brayden, joined by Alex. Hello. Steph. Hello. Michael. Hello. And a very special guest joining us once again, the always wonderful Eli... Hey, I'm back. 2020, babies. There it is. Um, I know it's 2020, and this ep- this episode's going to be completely 2019 related. But yeah. how good is 2019 in relation to movies? It's been a incredible year. It's like, been a pretty good year. Like, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. In a decade this year, like this this year, this decade, our last decade, I reckon 2019 will have to be up there with the it's best. It's a very movies. standout year. Ooh, that'd be a good. It did, uh, the, like the the highs were so high. Like yeah. I think that a lot of the best movies I've seen in the past decade have come out this year. But yeah. the lows were pretty low. Meow. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But you can't, that's the yin and yang right there. Yeah, uh, that's um, it. It, was, it. Everything's perfectly balanced. Yeah, um, as all things should be. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that's Juice. You, Brayden, you got a show run down Yeah, right? I've got a bit of a show run here. Uh, first up on the agenda is, uh, how, how was everyone's year? Was it, was it a good year? It was yeah. a good Damn good year. Yeah, got year. up to some stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was a good year. Yeah, Alex, you year. smashed through some uni stuff. I did. Got some that, good grades there. Yep. Steph, definitely. you finished your yeah, main degree. Yeah, finished. Yeah, finished my main degree and my second degree. So that's mm. all done. Damn Congrats. Great. Thank you. Michael and I are chugging along. <laughs> we existed. You guys yeah. are just doing your thing and <laughs> we appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, I, I quit my horrible job and started my own little freelance stuff. That's so it. I went, I went back to uni. That's about it. Yeah. That's a good one. And for sure. Eli finished his. That's uh, true. Yes. D- d- oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, fi- I'm finally like almost one. I'm. I guess. Oh yeah, it's 2020 now. So it's like I'm fully officially one. What would be semester out of school? I've, hey, I've experienced yeah. half of what would be a school year, not being in school, Ooh. and that has been a fantastic thing. Yeah, yeah. finally being just rubbing it in. It. Yeah, we just get bored. Yeah. I do. I did when I wasn't at school. When you don't have period. stuff to do. Yeah. Uh, I am bored all the time. Yeah, the <laughs> I, I, I was doing a lot of random stuff because I have found I had time. Yeah, no, it's 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 good to have time. Um, but yeah, obviously having time, like you sort of have to find stuff to do with it. Otherwise, you sort of get a bit anxious. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's just more weird than anything. Like figuring out, like, oh, I guess this is what life is and having time is. Yeah. Just a bunch of having to figure it out like, yeah, it's like oh, without I, any sort of schedule or anything i'm just here in the adult world doing it i just found myself yeah. being bored all the time because everyone else was busy and i'm like well i got nothing to do oh bless 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 <laughs> um well i think uh we want to sort of move into a bit of 2019 as a whole um before we get into some movie talk i wanted to give a bit of a discussion towards some of the series that came out this past year. Yes. Um, because there was some huge stuff. Um, first off, I want to start with Chernobyl. Did anyone here watch it? No. 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 I wish I did. I saw, I saw like one episode. My brother got super into it. And I saw the one, I saw the episodes where like, I really just was walking back and forth in the living room and seeing the most disgusting parts of it. <laughs> the like the hospital beds with the faces bleeding oh. onto the, just everything. Yeah. Oh, bless. I love that. Not, not to spoil anything, but there's some fucked up shit in there. Yeah. For oh, sure. I, I would expect it coming from Chernobyl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but imagine yeah. if they made Chernobyl all like, you know, censored and G rated. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that would do it any justice. It was like a Saturday morning kids cartoon. Yeah, this week on Chernobyl, uh, <laughs> we all pick flowers uh, 
and don't see any dead bodies. Yeah, not, not at all. Not at all. Um, look at the three-headed deer. Um, <laughs> but, How cute. Oh, it's adorable. It's so sweet. Bambi ate your heart out. Bambi ate her heart out in Chernobyl. Actual deers oh, just okay. eating each other's hearts. Great. I love that. So, uh, no, Chernobyl blew up. Like, that got... like That was huge. It got really, really good... Um, reviews and everything yeah, as well. Yeah, like everyone was talking about everyone's like, you gotta watch it's like the best show ever made and that's probably one of the reasons why I didn't watch it because like you, you know so when everyone's hyping it, yeah. up something so much and you're just like and then you gotta watch it yeah. and you're disappointed because it's not the best thing ever made. Yeah. But it's pretty good. Yeah. That's pro- that's why I'm gonna wait to the hype. I'm gonna it's eventually gone. I feel like get it's around pretty to much it. gone now. Like no one's still sitting around. Hey it won about- Golden Globe True. for the best yeah. But like no one's sitting around like I don't hear just people talking about it constantly anymore. Mm. Like it's, yeah, that's it's, true. Oh, it's really off with the internet as well. Like, what chat rooms are you in? Non Chernobyl <laughs> ones. Just in ch- constantly Chernobyl chat rooms, Michael. Ch Chernobyl chat. Constantly Chernobyl chat rooms. What yeah, an alliteration! Really, it's really freaking me out. Chernobyl. That's yeah. a, that's a lot of um, consonants. Yep. Wait, um, but it did it did win a Golden Globe. Did you guys watch the Golden Globes by the way? Uh, I, I saw some highlights. I watched the last. Five awards? Yeah. Uh, I was fun. out before and I came home at like 2 o'clock and it was like going. So I was like, all right, I'll just watch the last yeah. one. I saw from um, someone winning. Who won? I saw from Brad Pitt to the end. <laughs> Got it. The only thing that I caught was the opening because my, my family was like, just had the TV on and I was with them. And I watched Ricky Gervais just shit all over all of Hollywood yeah, and but, everything. So that was that just, was fun. He just straight up did not care. He was just like, well, I've done this is my fifth year doing this. They're not letting me do next year. So I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm not sure if they said that they weren't letting. I think he's just quitting because he's done it so many times. Was it? Are they not letting him back? Or I don't was know. it just That's that? Probably not now. That's even better if he's just not doing it. If this he's just saying, like, I don't want to do it I'm pretty anymore. sure he's just not doing it because he hasn't given a shit for the past five years in a row. Like yeah. from day one, he's been like, fuck this weird award show where everyone just gets drunk and uh, just has to wait three hours. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. I just loved him calling out Scorsese for not being tall enough to ride on roller coasters. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, so first up... On here, I want to give a shout out to a uh, big streaming service that came out. Bit of Disney Plus. Oh, yes. Disney Plus. Uh, our overlords. Uh, uh, yes, uh, everyone. It's your what? supreme leader, Mickey. Um, <laughs> some good stuff came out on there, though. My God. Oh, I um, mean, the biggest thing to talk about that came out of Disney Plus, of course, is High School Musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I was expecting you to say. <laughs> <laughs> so... Alex, no joke, was actually... You've been really committed to yeah, this Yeah, I've been watching series. this show. Is it finished yet? No, nah, I don't know. I think I'm an episode behind at the moment. Oh, okay. But, um, but, but as very, it was coming out, you were on it. My God. Yeah, very much something I was going to watch and just never got around to. Yeah. How did it I hate up? how it's not that bad. <laughs> I hate that, like, I'm watching it and I'm kind of invested in all the characters oh, and everything. Bless. Did you start with it and you were just That's like, exactly what High School Musical is. Yeah. That's like, true, yeah. I was just you're, watching. You're, you're watching and you're like, I hate that I'm slightly invested in this. Yeah, <laughs> oh, right. we're not slightly invested. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm. I'm all for I'm high all school in musical. the high school musical pool. You're, ca- you're right. I was being careful there. I, I, I have to admit it as I, well. High school musical <laughs> two is possibly the, the greatest, greatest sequel movie. ever made. Eat your heart out, Godfather Part Two. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, nothing. You may as well say it's fabulous. Oh, 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 there we go. There we go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could do a whole two-hour podcast on why just the second film is just the second is a film. cinematic masterpiece, <laughs> even though it didn't come out in cinemas. Um, 
Was oh, it direct bless. to TV? Yes. Yeah. The only one Number that came, three out, came out yeah, cinemas, yeah, and you can see the budget in that Disney Channel. Please, please invite me on that podcast about High School Musical too, because I would, I would love to witness that. There's a side episode where me and Alex. And Eli talking about High School Musical. Yeah, because it's yeah. the best. Um, Honestly, anyway. you should probably actually do that this year because that'd be great. So what sold me on this show is, I'm not sure if you heard the premise, Eli, of this. It's- I, I sort of, I overwatched my sisters watching it. I'm not fully understanding of exactly what it is, though. So it's about, like, the movies are movies in this world. And it's about the school that they were filmed at. And that um, all the students in the school have never had a drama teacher that's put on a musical of High School Musical for the school musical. <laughs> Jesus. So it's about. Oh, so it's so it's just like Human Centipede. <laughs> <laughs> yes, basically uh, Human Centipede for musicals. Yeah. So basically, the whole show is that there's a drama group and everything, and you've got like your misfits characters yeah. and all that, and uh, like, they're putting on a musical of the first High School Musical at the school that it was filmed in. It's it's like yeah. a it's like a comedy. Documentary. Style. It's a mockumentary. It's a mockumentary. It's like The Office. Like, kind of. There's some. They do some funny things. You kept, you were there for one time. I was watching it, and they did this. They did just these stupid <laughs> slow zooms and characters FaceTime with music, and it worked out really well. And it was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From what I've seen of it, it does actually look pretty funny. I don't think I'm ever going to watch it, but I'll take your word for it. It's as funny as it could be for a G-rated Disney show. Uh, yep, that's a fair call. Cool. Um, yeah. Another one from Disney Plus: Imagineering Story. This documentary series. Oh my god, I fucking loved that. Yeah, it's amazing. Have you finished it yet? I haven't finished yes. it yet. I'm about halfway. The last episode's on Galaxy's Edge. Oh, so, oh yeah, good. it's awesome. Good. So you you watched that one too, Eli? I yeah, I, it was my favorite thing that came out on Disney Plus. Yeah. I uh, I loved it so much, and I kind of felt so horrible that. I just ended up, because you realize by the end, especially when they get to Galaxy's Edge, you're like, this is the perfect commercial ever made to make you want to spend all your money ever on Disney World. It's like, (laughs) you just want to, because you think of Galaxy's Edge and you're thinking of how much money they're making on these things. Those lightsabers are 200 bucks and everyone's getting them. And everyone like, but by the time you're done with this documentary, you want them so bad. Yeah. Yeah. That that does not. It, it's very, very, very smart of them to make this documentary. But with the with saying that though, I felt like, I mean, they kind of went into as much as they could into what didn't work. So like, as much, oh, as, totally. as, much yeah. as they could without so sort like, of painting themselves. In I a bad said line. it when it first came out that everyone, some people were worried about this because it's Disney covering Disney. Yeah. And uh, but they some they do mention what didn't work, where they messed up, and all that. And they're not sitting there just praising themselves yeah, the exactly. whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say that it, it it was it it is as apparent as it's Disney covering Disney, like you can see that. However, it's just a beautiful story, yeah. and like because they, they embrace the um, the flaws and they they embrace the problems that they've had and how they learn from them, and it's because you can only. It, you can't go wrong rooting for these um, Imagineers, these creative people who just love making their art. Like, exactly. there's no way that you can uh, say, like, oh, that's just way too corporate and way too... No, but this is all a legitimate art form that they're covering, and it's so good that they have a whole docuseries dedicated to these people. Yeah, 100%. I think, yeah, it was really good how we got to see a bit of, like, how when there were, like, big corporate changes, the Imagineers and everything were, like, terrified that they were going to get cut and, yeah. like, everything's going to go a different direction. And the fact that they recognised they needed to follow that is a really interesting story to follow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really loved it. 
Um, and of I course, concur. the Mandalorian. Loved it. Big yeah. off. Big oh, off. Um, yeah. Oh, that's there we the go. Netflix logo. How does it go? It, it's, but it's very similar. It's oh, like, it's. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah. Oh, man. It's a good theme. It's, it's the best freaking Star Wars theme. Um, theme that hasn't been done by John Williams. True. Very true. Um, so. Man, I, I loved it from start to finish. Uh, episodes one through eight. Everyone go on, Everyone who's a Star Wars fan, go watch it. My God, please, dear God, please. Favorite episode? Uh, pff, all of it. I don't okay, care. Cool. I, 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 now that I've watched all of it, I it's one full story and I freaking love it. I loved. I did love the last episode. Taco Watiti's episode was great. Oh, <laughs> yes. Jesus. Uh, anyway, before we get into spoilers of that, um, we're going to run through a couple of other ones that we really want to talk about. Uh, Watchmen. I loved it. Thought it was great. Everyone should go check it out. It's weird as fuck. Um, next up, Game of Thrones. Oofed. Uh. <laughs> Oofed. Look, <laughs> we saw the end of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yep. Wish we, we move on. Wish you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot that that was even 2019. I yeah, a lot has happened. Long, yeah, it was forgettable. Tell you, for sure. tell you what. Here's the thing. It makes me not want to go back and watch the rest of the show again. Bless. It's too big of an investment for yeah. the payoff. Yeah. 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 You don't really want to watch like five series of like hour-long episodes all of that like just to get to that ending after like eight seasons eight seasons yeah Oof. um Eesh. yeah in good things however stranger things season three freaking loved it yeah that was really good it was good oh man uh, hang on did umbrella academy come out this umbrella year? academy was oh. in february oh my god i forgot about that yeah what? i know so what? much happened this year or last year um yeah, Umbrella Academy, I absolutely loved. That uh, was really good. Yeah, I flew I, through I it. I didn't you love it. weren't huge on it. I dropped off halfway yeah. through. I'm very keen for season two. I think it's coming this year. Um, oh, bless. Bless you. I, did something fall over? Uh, yeah, something totally fell over on my <laughs> hands. Just the TV, like literally the TV remote. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said the TV, TV fell over. Like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> my God, it's a powerful sneeze. Um, so no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Good Place uh, was also excellent. Uh, more of that came out this year. Um, did any of you guys watch Black Mirror? The latest season that came out of that? Black Mirror. No. I watched came out, one episode. Yeah. Oh, you watched the uh, Anthony Mackie one? Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't get into the rest of it. Well, you started with striking vibes. Wasn't uh... Miley Cyrus in one? Yeah, she was in one as well. Was it any good? Yeah, that was good. I love Black Mirror. Okay. I I like all their episodes. Each one is different. So different and unique and creative. Oh, Bandersnatch came out this year. I thought that was cool. Mm. Did it come out this year? This year? Was Bandersnatch this year? I'm going to check. I feel like it might have been. Speaking of, I feel like I've, I've played it so many times that I was like, there's no way that that was 2018. 2018. It would have been the very end of 2018. I remember the first film I watched this year was Bird Box. Uh, oh yeah, New, New Year's New Year's Day. Me and Alex woke up and watched Bird Box. Oh. Not this oh year, God. sorry. Bird last year, film I watched year, last year. <laughs> yeah, was Bird, Bird Box. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Bless. That's all we need to say. Yep. Bless. Um, Jeez. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, also on the Netflix series like that, um, as well as Black Mirror is uh, Love, Death, and Robots as like a bunch of mini films. Yeah. Like, this year. Yeah, that yeah. was early this year. It's freaking awesome. Um, yeah. And then. Uh, uh, Rick and Morty, we've got season, season four. four. Good season very good, so very good. It's been very good so far. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I, got... I fell behind by one week and I can't find it streaming anywhere, so oh. I'm just so pissed off that I can't like catch up properly. Oh, you should come to Australia. We, it's on our Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> ah, fuck off. Yeah, oh it's ridiculous. So jealous. Yeah, so in the weirdest turn of events, get a VPN to set it in Australia and not yeah. America. You'll be the only person in the world. So it would be pretty cool, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're oh sending our VPN to Australia. Yeah. yeah, 
ridiculous. Uh, the Witcher came out just recently. Yeah. Um, that's been blowing up like crazy. Everyone's talking about that song that I haven't seen. I still yet. need to start watching it. Yeah, I'm three episodes in. I'm enjoying it. Just been a lot. Have to you watch. seen the song that everyone's memeing yep, about? That's okay. an episode two. Oh, okay, cool. Um, toss a coin to your Witcher. Yep. Um, then the Valley the, of Plenty. The Boys came out this year as well. The Boys was great. The Boys was a lot. <laughs> it's a it's a based on a comic book it's like if superheroes were owned by corporations and it's like it's r-rated and like it's violent it's r-rated like 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 in the opening sequence people like a woman literally blows up because a speedster runs through her that's what i walked in on yes that's right and i was like what the hell okay all right interesting it was it was a lot, but very good. It's also just like disturbing and like very, very dark and like yeah. adult, like yeah, uh, like it's it's like showing all like the sexual harassment issues that would be going on as well. Like it's all super, oh. yeah. super Meta. in depth very about Meta. like yeah, it's very. I want to say, what is it? Is nihilistic the right word? Even like I, about I like would, I would say in a way it's quite nihilistic in the sense that like. It's like, hey, superheroes wouldn't be as good as if you, like, what you imagine. Is it good? Is it a good it's show? V- yeah, it's very good. Okay. Um, it's very enjoyable. Unbelievable came out as well. I watched this. This is a great show. Yeah, it was good. This is uh, a little hard to watch at times because it's about a girl who um who gets raped. Yep. Um, uh, broken into. And uh, she, she kind of, as you probably, uh, it's such a hard thing to probably explain and talk about that the police and other people think that she's lying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's they, tough. And so they file, like, false police reports, lawsuits mm. against her. And it's all about that story. Tony Collette's in it. Uh, Caitlin Devers Dav- mm. in it from uh, Booksmart this year. Um, it's just really good, really well acted, and it's, yeah, it's all it's good to watch. I recommend to watch it. That's good. That's good. Um, and uh, What We Do in the Shadows. That was the TV series. Probably one of the surprise hits of the year mm. because no one really expected this to be great. Well, because when they announced it, everyone was like, wait, really? Yeah. Is this really what we're doing? But getting? then they announced yeah, that worried. Jermaine Clement and Taco Watiti actually have a lot to do with it. Yeah, that's excellent. So, they actually stayed on board with it. Yeah. So everyone should that was the one thing I, I super wanted to catch this year, and I just I, I haven't gotten around to it yet. But it's a but it's streaming on Amazon, right? Uh, Is it Amazon? I've been watching it on our like I think we talked about last week, like our Foxtel. Oh, yes, it's yeah, on that I for us. So I've been watching that. So um, that's fair. Uh, okay, I've been at Amazon. I'm not too sure, mm. but apparently worth checking out. Yeah, definitely, it's hilarious. Um, and then Alex, you also wanted to talk about the S- end of Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley ended this year. Um, I think that's one of the best shows, uh, that's come out in recent years. Um, it's so funny. It's, it's just a really good show and, uh, it ended, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to say that everyone was happy how it ended, but there's obviously some people that aren't, but I thought it was like one of the perfect endings for the show, mm. Like it just matched what they would do. Like it fit the characters and fit the story. Yeah. It didn't feel like it was a forced ending or anything. Yeah. Like they got to tell the ending they wanted to tell. Yeah. I love when a series gets to do that. Um, and yeah, I think that sort of wraps up the biggest TV series I can think of, or what I could think of beforehand. If anyone has anything else to shout out at all, or I think that's it. I think that's yeah. it. Fire, um, Fire came out this year. The yeah. Fire Festival documentary too. Oh yeah, some some great docos came out oh, this yeah. year as well. Um, tell you what, uh, doco that um, uh, Michael and I watched just recently, uh, which is incredible, is this documentary into the um, uh, sexual assault and sexual abuse in the uh, gymnastics, uh, USA gymnastics uh, doctors um, who got sent to life in prison and everything. 
Um, it's oh, all wow. about that massive court case and everything. It's called In In the Heart of Gold or something. Um, and it's an excellent documentary. Uh, is very heavy to watch these girls tell their stories, like at the bench. But like, my God, it uh, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Um, and some other documentary stuff came out that as was well. Don't fuck with cats. Don't fuck with cats is messed up as hell, but an excellent documentary on a. Is, is that not a warning about don't see the movie Cats that was to come out later <laughs> year? Or it, it should be. It, it should, be. should be. Honestly, it really should. Be. I wish it was. But what, what is that about though? Actually, I'm um, worried that I just accidentally made a, a light of a very serious uh, thing. It's not incredibly serious. It's just dark. It's a, yeah, it's about this. Uh, Serial killer from oh well, yeah, it's about well, a serial I killer mean, from Canada. Yeah, who started off posting videos of him like torturing and killing cats on the internet, and all these animal activists Ooh. got together and like really analyzed all the videos. Like they'd look at the power outlets, they'd yeah. look at the vacuum cleaner in his room and the rug <laughs> to try and figure out who he was, and they ended up um, collaborating with the police to try and bring him down. Yeah. It turns into like a big international manhunt. Basically, yeah, these wow. these couple people who were just like so disgusted by this guy doing these like horrible things, murdering kittens and stuff. Like they straight up figured out who he was and helped the police track him down. Like it's it's incredible how What was the other one you mentioned? There's another one that came out around the same time as that one. Yeah, I was oh, well were, I brought one up called Tell Me Who I Am. That's, that's maybe it, that's yeah. the one. I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um that one's about Two, uh, two identical twins. Yes. One of them's involved in a motorcycle accident when he was 18 and he lost all his memory. The only thing he could remember when he woke up was like the face of his brother. It was cool. the only one he could recognize. And so Whoa. his brother, it's his brother's job to sort of tell him like, this is our mother. This is where we live. This mm. is our house. And he basically, he turns out like uh, up until the parent, his parents died, he thought that that was his life. But it turns Ooh. out that the brother had been spinning this story oh, for him and no. nothing, but like he was doing it to protect him yeah. because he was hiding a really dark family secret. But, they ended up like meeting face to face on camera in the documentary to explain what really happened in his life. And it's like, it's really eye opening. It's like, it's incredible. That was yeah. really amazing. I watched it twice in the one day. Cause I like, I was like, mom, you gotta get home. You gotta watch this. And I watched it with her. Yikes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I watched fire. Fire. Yeah. Fire festival. Was it um, that, that, <laughs> I was early this year? Was I watched that day. so many times. It's not funny. Yeah. That was, a, well, it was a really interesting. I thought it was a really good documentary. Series. I didn't watch the other one they did. Oh, yeah, they um, did, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was about to say, how many of you have seen both the Hulu and the Netflix one? Nah, I only saw the Netflix one. I heard that was better than the Hulu one, though. Well, though, so people are saying that basically the Netflix one is more entertaining, but the Hulu one is more informative and more truthful. Ah, right, interesting. Okay, cool. I need because to the essentially the, the Netflix one, I think, and I could be totally wrong, I could have them switched, uh, but I, as I recall, uh, the Netflix, Netflix one was directed or, or had had some involvement with the guy who was responsible for a lot of the ad campaigns in the actual thing. Something, what was yeah, it, who the, was Fuck Barry the, or something? The, I Nef think the Netflix one, I'm pretty sure, was directed and produced by the guy who did who directed all of their um, marketing. And he also, exactly. they also hired him to just shoot random footage just why it's got all this great footage inside exactly of however basically the hulu one points out that even the person who made the netflix documentary had had, inside well, like was acting irresponsibly and yeah. kind of like should have seen these red flags right okay mm. i need to watch that one now yeah they, you gotta Don't, find i look now. like a basic bitch oh, <laughs> nice. um we also got uh the this was the year of the comeback of ted bundy in a weird way yeah we had a bundy sons oh, uh, bundy sons oh, oh that well. makes me uncomfortable but um Wait, was there was a uh, from this year yeah there was an abundance 
Ah, of Ted Bundy there we show. go. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, so uh, the Ted Bu- uh, conversations with uh, killer Ted Bundy uh, that that was a great documentary. documentary series came out, and then there was also the biopic with. Uh, which was Zac Efron, Zac Efron. extremely shockingly wickedly evil. Uh, yeah, extremely wicked, shockingly vile, and that. Yeah, extremely. something yeah. along those lines. <laughs> it, I enjoyed it. I thought he was good in it. They're, yeah, they're, I, I thought they're, they're both excellent. another some things that I wanted to watch. I just kind of never got around to. Mm. Yeah, I think I originally only saw like the final like ten minutes because Mikhail was watching it, yeah. and then I was like, "Damn, that was actually really good. That looked very good." So I went and watched the rest of it, and yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, the tapes I thought were really fantastic. That yeah. documentary, mm. yeah, because yeah, that was just like incredible. How you just like hearing him talk about it all yeah. and everything. Yeah, being able to watch those, knowing what happens. Well, they were directed by the same person. The documentary yeah, and the movie right. were directed by the same guy. Yeah, which is excellent. Like yeah. very well done to be able to do that. Um, yeah, oddly enough, now that but like because Zac Efron was in it, both my sisters are like they're they're like uh younger and like my especially my youngest sister she's she's 15 but she has very much like a censored like media intake like by herself like she chooses that she doesn't want like to watch any dark stuff but because zach efron was in it she watched it and we go to as a family we go to a music festival in aspen where ted bundy hid bodies and she watched that before we went there and she freaked out the entire time just be paranoid as hell a lot of those bodies still aren't found in aspen um so like she the whole time we were there i was i was kind of poking a lot of fun at her oh yeah, <laughs> i mean she would as the brother you got her you got her. exactly that, that's brilliant i love that oh my god all right well i think with that um i think we've hit about halfway through the show i think we should quickly throw a little mention to how uh we have a little patreon and yes. we have commentaries and tracks on there and extra bonus behind the scenes stuff uh if you want to find that you can uh, check out patreon.com slash millennial movie talk um, go and chuck it a follow because there's a bunch of free stuff on there as well. Um, so that way you don't miss out on the free stuff if you want to see behind the scenes stuff. Um, and then there's a bunch of stuff behind the little tears and stuff. Go and check it out. Patreon. It, <laughs> it helps us do the thing. Right. Um, there now, we go. For, for the meat of the matter, uh, we're here in reflecting on 2019. Now, you're probably all wondering why we brought you here today. These <laughs> top 10 of 2019 right. for Ooh. the gang. Uh, we are going to run round the circle. Before, I was about to say before that, Steph you guys and I were... quickly run through our 15 to 11. Oh, yes. yeah, because you two want to mention this. It's, it's just not fair. If you listen to my bottom, my my 15, my 11 to through 15, it's just not fair yeah. that they are not on the list. All right, so the rule is if someone mentions a film that is higher on your own list, just butt in and say, we'll talk about that later. All right. We'll talk about that later. And then mm. we'll talk about it when we eventually get to that one. Yeah. Okay, so just to speed run my 15 through to 11. Fly through them. 15 is Rocket Man. 14 oh. is Joker. 13 is Avengers Endgame. 12 is Midsummer, And 11 is The Lighthouse. Jesus, man. Right. Those I were was like not your... expecting wow. that Those at all. Those were like all in number one spots for the longest time. At one point they were. Those are a lot of great movies. Those are 15 through 11. Yeah. Steph, what, what's yours? Alex has uh, been Alex has been on the movie game Yeah, this he's seen year. so many. I'm worried wow. now. I'm, I'm ready to get judged. Number 15, um, I Lost My Body. It's a French film. Yep. Number 14 was uh, Spider-Man. 
13 Avengers Endgame, 12 Us, and 11 Midsummer. Mm, we both had Endgame at the same number. I, know, I noticed that. I did notice that. Man, yeah, yeah your guys, your guys list are mental. My God. Wait, did you have Midsummer at 11? Yeah. Wow, I definitely saw more movies than you this year. Yes. Midsummer was definitely my favorite movie of the year at one point. At, at one, one point. point. I was going to say, didn't it just lose to... Yeah. It just got... It, it just got mid now, and then it got dropped to 11 because... I, I'll talk about it later. Yeah. Right, well, that's on you guys. You guys want to start with the... Uh, someone, one of you guys want to start with the 10 to 6? We'll, um, we'll go around 10, 10 to 6. Who are we starting with? Um, we'll start with me because right. I'm sure mine's going to be the most judged out of all of them. Um, <laughs> my number 10 for 2019 was, in fact, Midsummer. Um, hey. I saw it just recently. Uh, good Lord, that is a lot. It's very dark, and well, not dark. It's actually quite bright. Um, it's incredibly violent and in your face. How great is it though that for a horror movie that actually makes you feel scared, hardly any of it Set takes place at night. One of my no, but one of my favorite things was early in the film when they're like, "Hey, what what time is it? Nine o'clock." And, and it's like, like, and they and they all freak out. They're like, "What's? Why is it daytime?" And it's like. Like that's even like scary. Like in scan it. Yeah. 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 So it's where like it's... where they have like actually like an entire night of like summer. Yeah. Um but my god, it was like ugh, ah, yuck. Uh my number nine was uh John Wick three. Okay. Loved it. It was great fun. Uh my so... number eight, El Camino, Breaking Bad uh film. That was good. Uh my number seven, Spider Man. Loved me some Spider-Man. Spider-Man is seven for you. Yeah. Wow. I know, for me. Okay. For me, Braden Dixon, lover of Spider-Man. So like, Jacob trashed, absolutely beat the crap out of you in Spider-Man trivia, and you had to recoil <laughs> a bit. Very true. He did absolutely demolish me, uh, wipe the floor with me. But I'm doing my research now to try and make myself oh, feel better. So, so. so is there going to be... You want a rematch there, Braden? No, no. not in the slightest. <laughs> um, I just want to I want to wound my... I want to see a rematch. My hurt soul. Um, yeah, Jacob absolutely demolished me. Um, wiped the floor with me. Uh, but no, uh, I really love Spider-Man, um, so that's why it hit number seven. But some other crazy stuff came out this year. Uh, number six, finally, for my 10 through six, uh, Booksmart. Oh, well, that's Frickin higher for me. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah? Nice. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about it later then. All right, then. <laughs> Perfect. We want to go around? All right. So I saw like half the movies I did last year. So I had a bit of a struggle trying to... Uh, it's a good thing you're on a movie podcast. <laughs> hey, okay, so I, <laughs> I, re I redeemed myself You like doubled last your year. movies. I more than doubled my movies. I saw freaking 13 films in 2018. I saw 31 in 2019. Saw, I'm very happy with I myself. saw over 40 like, in 2018. I saw like 25 in the end. Yeah. It was like ju ju just, you know, just under half or whatever. Yeah. So the bottom was a bit... I saw some average ones, so it was a bit... The bottom, the bottom of the barrel we yeah, got here. So number <laughs> ten is um, Hobbs and Shaw. Right. Okay. Hey. No, you know what? I'm glad to see Hobbs uh, and Shaw get some. Because I just, get some love. You know what? I I just enjoyed it. It was a good time. Hobbs hey. and Shaw was a great time. It was fun as hell. Now kicking it to like the very start of last year, one of the first movies I saw was uh, How to Train Your Dragon Three. Oh, at yeah. number nine, I was. Oh, I missed that I've been, one. I've been meaning to rewatch this because I feel like if I rewatched it, it'd jump into my because high on my list. Alex is the one that like finally got me to watch one and two, and I enjoyed them so much. And then we went and saw three, and it was just such a perfect way to round off the trilogy. But my biggest problem with three is that it's too much like two, mm. where you have kind of the same villain from number two, oh, okay, as a different person, and it's both mm. about discovering a new world. Right. So it, I just felt too similar to two to me. That's why I didn't love it. And it felt, felt a bit underwhelming too. Okay. I mean, I, I only saw it the once. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I haven't watched two and like all that much. It's still and a stuff. good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I've only seen the first two. I really, but I love those first two movies. Number I two, two to me, is the best. I was gonna say those. I really love number one. Those first two were excellent. Yeah. Like, and, and the one thing that they have working for them is the score and the soundtracks. Oh right. yeah. Oh, they all they're all mm-hmm. so good. Um, number eight for me is John Wick three. Nice, nice. Great addition to the yeah to the my god series. Being able to enjoy that in cinemas with like everyone else and like hearing everyone react when just crazy shit happened. Oh, excellent. <laughs> number seven was uh, for me is Shazam. Hey, nice. Shazam yeah, shout out. God, that was this year. Yeah, yeah. early this year. Shazam was, because uh, I have a top 20, but I, I took out the bottom five. Shazam was number 20. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Shazam was uh, definitely up there really for me enjoy- somewhere. Really, I really enjoyed it. Like, as I was like reflecting back, trying to make this list, I remembered how much I did actually like enjoy that movie and how yeah, that was surprising a- to me, really good it was to me. Very surprising. Like, it was great fun. Zachary Levi and the kids killed it. And in number six is Rocket Man. Rocket Man, nice. I don't. I don't need to overly explain that as Rocket Man. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about Rocket Man on the show quite a bit. Uh, it's winning a bunch of awards. Uh, yeah. It Taron Egerton won Best Actor for in a musical comedy. In a musical, yeah, and musical then John, uh, Elton John won the Best the Original Song. Best Original Song, which is good because it didn't go to The Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it could have also gone to him for The Lion. King. Oh no, Beyonce did one as well. Hmm. So I said The Lion King. The Lion. King. All right, Steph. Spirit. Yes. Uh, so where did we leave off? Yeah, number 10 was Joker for me. Mm. I put that as number 10. Look, that jumped around a lot. That was going to be higher, but mm. I put it to number 10. Number nine was The Lighthouse. Nice. Because as I said, what it lacks in a coherent storyline and audible dialogue, it like <laughs> makes up in like just the most amazing cinematography I've ever seen. And it's performances. Robert Patterson and Willem Dafoe absolutely kill it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's definitely I'm, one on my list. Of I'm very intrigued to watch it's it. It's weird as hell though. Yeah. I'm intrigued to watch it. I'm on board for Weird as Hell. I watched Watchmen. Mm. Uh, then eight was Rocket Man. Nice. Seven was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, higher on my list. Hey, higher on my list okay. as well. Six was Knives Out. Ooh, higher on my list too. Yeah, higher on my list as well. But um, that's very interesting. It's right. Very, very interesting. Now I'm very intrigued to hear yours. All right. Alex, hit us with your 10 through six. Uh, at number 10, I have Little Women. Oh. Yep. Higher on Steph's list. I know that. So <laughs> we'll talk about that later. It's higher on my uh, list as well. Okay. Another higher one on Steph's list. Parasite. Parasite. Damn. That got uh, put all the way down to yeah, number three. on my list too. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't have an official list, but I know that's definitely like one of the top three for me. That was one that I feel like I got... I saw, I saw it really late into the game, mm. um, and I all I heard was that it was the best film ever made, or like it's like the best film of the year. So it, it kind of took to that go hit. In with expectations. Where like I had so high expectations, and I really really enjoyed it, and then I watched it again, and I liked it more the second what time. What la- what language is it? Uh, Korean. Yes, Korean. Korean. Yeah, yes, nailed it. Um, Alex is like, yes, didn't make an accidental <laughs> racist comment. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, so we'll talk about that later, I guess. Yep. Number eight, Marriage Story. Ooh, one I, one I need to watch. Is that on higher on my list? Higher, higher on your list. list. Okay, um, cool. I think the performance. I'm sorry, performances are great in that film. Yep. Number seven, one that I watched at eleven o'clock last night. Ooh. That jumped in the farewell. The farewell. Starring mm. Aquafina and I'm the other one that's seen it. Did she not just? Um, she won the. She just won for that. Why it pushed she? me to watch it. Uh, it's basically about uh, a Chinese American girl. That um gets informed that her grandma has cancer. Yes, and she's going to pass away. But there's a tradition in China where they don't tell the person yeah. who has cancer that they actually have cancer. So they all so the whole family goes back to China for a wedding. I say in quotation marks. Yeah. 
just so it was the last time for everyone to see her before she passes. Oh my god! And yeah. so it's just really great watching all these people having to hide their emotions yeah. when they're talking to this and person, just because they know to be really pleasant with them yeah. while they're trying. Yeah, I imagine acting wise, they did an excellent job. It's real good. Yeah, I yeah I remember hearing a lot about that when it um, first came out um, back in September. Yeah, um, yeah, that looked incredible. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Mm. Um, and it's one of the ones, one of the few movies this year that really hit me in the feels. Ooh. Uh, Number six, Booksmart. Booksmart. Okay. Booksmart is it's higher in your list, you said. We'll yeah. talk about it after. Cool. Yeah. What Loved do you reckon, it. Eli? Uh, for Booksmart, I haven't seen Booksmart, actually. Ooh, cool. I, I highly recommend it. It's I know, a great fun I know, role. I know. I, I have, I'm, a, I'm the only other one that hasn't seen it. It's just you and me, Eli. Do you have any criticisms on anyone's list so anyone's far anything to add six? um well what was it you know i joker didn't make it in my even top like yep. 15 like i really enjoyed it but it just it, looking back on it it really wasn't as memorable as i wanted it to be i rewatched um, it yesterday and that's why i dropped down so far mm. because um yeah. i think that film is the performance yeah, that's that's yeah. really all it is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I have some. I, I want to wait till you get to the you know very top because we're not at your guys' three, two, one yet, right? No, no. 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 I was gonna say yeah. we'll 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 discuss everything afterwards. Definitely. Oh, I'll, um, I'll wait to because I'm not sure if the ones that haven't been mentioned are going to be mentioned yet. So I'll, I'll hold off on what I think should be added until after I've I've heard everything. Oh God. Wonderful. Right. Well, Braden, with that, what I, is your five to two? Five to two. Yeah. Oh, well, let's just do five to one. No, five to two. Five to two. Five to two. Five to two. It's one how we do it. to everyone's number one. We Okey did last year, it worked well. Okie dokie. Number five for me is Knives Out. Um, absolutely loved it. We'll keep going with that. because yeah, it's high. It's definitely... It's higher on my list. Yeah. Uh, number four, controversial opinion, Star Wars 9. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I fucking love Star Wars, okay? Okay. Braden, even uh, I love... I fucking love, I love Star, Star Wars. Wars too. It's not in my top ten. Let okay. me enjoy things. No. Did you see it, Eli? <laughs> I did. Bless, Bless you. you. Bless yeah. you. It's making me sick. I mean, it's making me sneezy that I, I saw it and I actually, I did, I did enjoy it. And yeah. I think, um, I don't know, like I, it, it, it's so insane even imagining the behind the scenes for that movie though. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> the amount, I, I kind of have to respect it out of the fact that it, J.J. Abrams was interviewed from day one saying that, like, he didn't want to take on the responsibility of doing the Star Wars movie. But then he got this idea and people were coming to him saying that, oh, no, if we were doing it this way, you could get excited about it. It It's like, okay, I'll do it if I have to direct the first one. Then the second one will be directed by someone else and the third one will be directed by someone else. They had that plan. And then the third guy dropped out and the last movie undid everything that he set up. So yeah. just to think it, of, and then he was like basically forced to come back on to think of the nightmare that must have been yeah. production wise. They got a good movie out of it, a decent movie that like I kind of enjoyed is mind blowing. Yeah, it's it, it felt production like, wise is mental. It felt like a weird game of yes and. Oh yeah, with the last year, hundred percent. Um, kind of a failed game of yes yeah, and, but like, it's, been, it's been a failed game of yes and since the beginning. With mm, my yeah. thing with the last Jedi is that I feel like. I kind of like The Last Jedi a lot, but I feel like Ryan Johnson really wanted to make the story. Wanted can, to make you can it. Tell, there's three storylines in that film. Different. One of them, he's straight up invested, and in this is the one he wanted to make, and that was Ray, Luke, and the Kylo storyline. Yeah. yeah. 
He didn't. Was, I don't think he wanted to make, and he kind of just like ham wrote all the Poe Finn Rose, all that stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, because he the just Luke, went, I don't want to care about these and the Kylo movie. stuff in that movie it's all is good. so strong. It mm. is. That's that's like the strong part of the film, and it drops off everywhere yeah. else. Yeah. The, yeah. It's very weird. Like I, I, I'll like I'm the type of person. I fucking love yeah. all of it. Um, that's just who I am. Um. But yeah, it, even me, I can watch it and I can accept people's criticisms of some stuff because, like, you you gotta accept that it is messy. It is an absolute yeah. mess. I like I said, I think introducing Palpatine in the first line of the like the fact that he's returned. He was actually introduced in a Fortnite event. Uh, but like oh, makes it makes the context of the movie. <laughs> yes. like the opening line is the dead speak. Palpatine has returned. Yeah, okay. this do- isn't I, needed. that didn't work for me at all. No, yeah. Um, it's, but- it's I, like, I, it's so weird though that like from the beginning these are the things that you thought were going to be avoided because when the Force Awakens come out came out everyone was like oh this is just a rehash of the same old stories and I bet because Disney bought it it's going to be a perfect arc that's total fan service no creativity or, or or anything at all everyone was so down on it and then the second movie came out. And um, everyone buck wild because it was so different. It shouted everything they thought. They did take creative risks, yeah. and they did. And then, and and then you realize the irony of it all is that then, in order to tie it off in a satisfying way, like you have to take insane creative risks yeah, to massive get back to formula because it wasn't gonna. Like, yeah, otherwise it, it wouldn't have stuck apparently, apparently, Disney didn't have any hands on this because don't you feel that if they were planning this out, they would have yeah. had it crystal clear, the pr- trilogy, the arc of it from the beginning? Yeah, that, that was the totally biggest problem we thought at all. There was no one looking yeah. over the whole thing. The entire, the entire issue with it is there wasn't a George Lucas, per se, yeah. um, overseeing yeah. it going, all right, this is the overall story that we're doing. It was a case of, hey, we're going to pull in three different directors. Do what? this one st- Pfft, What? It's funny. This is the only time we've actually had to talk about this because we haven't done an episode we haven't been able being to talk back about it. to mm. talk about Star Wars. My biggest problem with this movie and bringing Palpatine back is to me, it kills Vader's sacrifice at the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Because he never sacrificed himself that. for what? For although, nothing. although I've heard that Palpatine's, uh, and you know, I, I, I might do a, Google shirts after this. Oh, I've been on I'm the theory. Pretty don't sure worry. that Palpatine being brought back was George Lucas's idea. Right. There, there is a lot of discussion, um, and there's a lot of stuff online of also like people interviewing and asking George Lucas, "Hey, what was your sequel trilogy gonna look like?" And it was gonna be like completely focused on like the kids and like everything like that. And it's very interesting. Um, I I watched nine going into it, being like, "All right, let's." see how we go and the moments in there that i absolutely loved i freaking loved the moments in there i wasn't too hot on i still <laughs> i could go on for like on my second viewing i know i'm nitpicking now yeah on my second viewing i was very kind of bored but like i mean it's well made yeah i'm just gonna say that like technically speaking oh, yeah. acting wise it's very v- good. visually yeah. acting but, and, yeah. and, and has one of my favorite star wars characters introduced Bubu freak hey! i thought he was great yeah, he's the best. Um, but uh, the ending of that film seemed a lot like Endgame, where Endgame. it was it was Poe oh, being the... like, "Where hopeless? Where is everyone?" And then you hear the voice over the comms. It's Lando. Yeah. Oh my All god! All the ships rock it up. It is yeah. too. Hey, and then and then I guess you can like compare, that's hilarious. I guess you can compare. I'd like to see a side by side. And then right, and then um, 
Palpatine going, I'm Next all the Sith. Yeah. And then Ray going, I'm all the Jedi. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I am, am Iron Man. Man. I, oh, that's okay. just me picking. I was like, wow, two Disney films did that in one year. That, no, Interesting. I, I, well, hey, when you've got such like massive franchises, there's going to be some overlap. Yeah, there's yeah. going to be a bit there, especially when you're having just a big fight. Like, I, did, I did enjoy it, but it didn't crack my 10, but it's, yeah. it's Star Wars, so I love it. Exactly. I mean, I'm going to buy them. Yeah. Exactly, Alex. <laughs> you can't, defi- you can't uh, go with that. Was speaking that, of, was that your three? Speaking uh, number, four. number four. Number four. Number All three, right. Endgame. Oh, huh. shit. Yeah. yeah, that came out this year. Endgame, yeah, 100%. I mean, it, it was in your, yeah, like 10 to 15. I felt so bad knocking that off my Oof. top 10 of the year. Oof. Um, yeah. It's I've, so culturally significant. That I it mean, just, it's, it's hard to. It's the end of like a 10 year story arc. It's the end of the mm. game. That's it. Um, and I freaking love it for it. I'm very excited to see what sort of messes the What's MCU next, gets yeah. into next. Um, it's, it's a weird world we live in now. I'm very excited for Doctor Strange 2. Um, and then in number two. Little Women. Okay. Uh, little Women. Um, <laughs> higher on Steph's list. Michael, your five through... So, number five for me is Joker. Nice. Right. I mean, I've only seen it the once, but I was yep. blown away. I was going to say, it's kind of all you need for it. Um, yeah. Number four was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Nice. Is Enjoyed. that the highest it appears in any list? Didn't you say it was higher on yours? No, that's not higher on mine. Mm. Okay. Let's that's talk it. about that. That movie's great. Yeah. It is great. I only just watched it the other week. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed parts of it. Like, I, I wasn't as hype on it. I think we've talked about how when you go in with high expectations, yeah. it's never going to yeah. meet it. Um, yeah, definitely. I was really invested in uh, DiCaprio and Pitt's storylines yeah. and yeah. stuff. Didn't really care for anything else in the film, though. Isn't, was there anything else in the film? Wasn't it just those two? But uh, but like all of like like the early like Margot Robbie stuff and everything oh, yeah I did mean, not care for it all sort of stuff all the feet scenes <laughs> just like yeah well, I, it's a cool it's a cool setting. it's very cool cool setting they do a really good job with it mm. it's just I funny enjoyed jokes. it yeah I love all that of movie all of the sequences like, that go to like uh, being stylized in like black and white like seventies style is it seventies. Uh, 60s 60s like being in that style where it's like these like made for tv like westerns and everything yeah like when they show the like in in basically in universe stuff like i loved that because i thought oh man doing that would have been such like a fun creative thing to do Mm. i just love the the chemistry and the friendship between Mm. cliff booth and rick dalton yeah Mm. Uh, I think it's so strong. I think Brad Pitt knocks it out of the park. I yeah. think he's oh, well yeah. deserved of the Oscar, and he deserved that Golden Globe. Um, for a, I, I think the ending to that film is one of the best oh, endings to a film I've seen all year. Bat shit crazy. Yeah, that's freaking great. Mental. In just case Eli hasn't seen, it, I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. There we go. Oh. Um, worth worth a watch. It's worth it a is. watch. It's just it's so well written as well. Mm. Which is what I was like, gonna say. Dialogue is excellent. definitely not as big as a Tarantino fan as you and Steph, yeah. but I really do appreciate like the work he does, and I really do enjoy his stuff. Yeah, mm. I mean, it wasn't my favorite film that he's done, but mm. it's it be maintains it maintains like he's still everything he's done really it, has been good. To so. me, this just seemed like it was him putting everything he'd learned yeah. through all of his films that he's made into this film, and he just seemed like he was having so much fun. Yeah, mm. it seemed like he was really exploring what he wanted to do. Yeah, um, a lot of feet. Yeah. Um, Michael, continuing on. Number three for me is the same as yours. It's Endgame. Endgame. Okay. Because I, I loved it. Yeah. I can't. I can't. The um, end of an era. And number two for me is Knives Out. Knives Out. Okay. Nice. Is that the highest that appeared? No? Cool. Come on. Ooh. Cool. Ooh. 
exciting. So it's highest. No, it's the highest for you. It's yeah. it's not my yeah. So we can talk about knives out. Oh, that oh, sounds yeah. great. Let's talk about knives so out. I was the like with, last with no one spoilers. out of all, all yeah. of us to see this, and I've heard I heard all you guys praising it so much. I finally got around to seeing it, and oh boy. It, so, what a time! It's so it actually really it is so fun. I'm honestly, Daniel Craig nails it. I'm so excited for the fact that they're in discussions for a he's sequel. He's writing. He's writing. A yeah. Sequel. So Ryan Johnson's writing a sequel with uh, uh, Benoit Blanc. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Benoit Blanc as the main character. <laughs> You're okay. offending the American. Daniel Craig's accent in it is phenomenal, though. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, so you've seen it? Knives out. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw that one. It's awesome. It's the way that it's a whodunit, and then halfway through the film, they they switch it up. I did. Yeah. I did love like all the twists and turns. Oh and my like, god! Everything. I thought Anna de Arms yeah. was phenomenal in this. Yeah. I thought if like if everyone wasn't talking about Daniel Craig, everyone would be talking about yeah. her. That's very accurate. Yeah, I did really. I I think that's the best. The switch outs are the best part of the movie because yeah. it's just like the in the beginning you're like, oh, is is this gonna be a mystery? Is this gonna be able to hold up as a mystery? Because you know it's kind of exactly like just the game clue or whatever. Oh, yeah. But then it, it's... when you realize that it it very quickly stops becoming a mystery and becomes like a suspense thriller of like, is she gonna get caught? Like yeah, oh, what's, what's the, her issue? The like, flip what, on the genre the, was definitely like, something I wasn't expecting. When like going into, it, I thought, oh, you know, one of the families murdered him. You don't see any yeah. of that. Like it's figuring that out, and it's straight up. It's like, oh yeah, no, he uh, yeah. killed himself because he thought he was gonna die. Yeah. It's so sad that he wasn't, wasn't going, going to, to die. die. These are all spoilers, like, obviously, yeah. but um, yeah, my god, like the the going into this film thinking it's gonna be your st- stock standard who done it classic like, who done it murder mystery. End. And then halfway through the film, like not even halfway, it's not even halfway. you're like, oh shit, we're, we've mixed it up entirely. We've met the murderer already. And then we're getting twist on twist on twist. And then you still get your parlor room scene, which I freaking <laughs> loved. Yeah. Like yeah. the entire, like Daniel Craig started rolling up his sleeves. I was like, oh boy, we're here <laughs> for it. Uh, I just think, I think it's like so well written. Oh I think yeah. It's there's not a, I've seen all it the characters all are their own. So, like they all bring something. There's not a plot hole in that movie. It's so it's not, smart. Like every single thing they mention like, is relevant. Like in those beginning interviews where Daniel Craig is sitting in the background and he butts in every now and again I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to love it. I'm going to love well, this." Well, he yeah. plays the piano mm-hmm. note yeah. to get Lakeith to ask, "What time did you go to the party?" Lakeith Stanford in it as well, also yeah. excellent. So like, yeah, every time he clicks the piano, it's for Lakeith to be like what time did you yeah, to like get their, get them off being distracted. Like, oh, this film was so good. Ryan Johnson it's, absolutely it's nailed it. Very smart. Yeah. Very good. Is that your number three? Two. That was number my two. number two. Okay. Oh, okay. Ooh. Moving on. So my number five was Booksmart. Booksmart. Okay. I loved it. Uh, number four was Marriage Story. Nice. Mm-hmm. Number three was Jojo Rabbit. Nice. Oh, yeah. I loved it. was my number one for a short while, but then, um, yeah, number two that was Parasite. That was one I was waiting to see if it, if, it, if it came up. Yeah, for sure. That was like most anticipated it's definitely gonna of the come year up. almost for I'm, me. It's I'm, definitely going to come up again. Yeah. I'm honestly so, I'm so, Spoilers. An, I'm so annoyed that it only just came out here because I haven't had a chance to see it yeah. yet. And then, yeah, Parasite mm. was number two for me. Nice. Parasite, yeah. loved it. Yeah. Very, very good. All right. My five to two. Number five. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nice. Right. Number four, a movie that has not been anyone's list yet because I'm the only one here that's seen it. Here we and go. I rewatched it the other day and I thought it was so great to watch it again. It's Ford v. Ferrari. Oh, Ford v. Ferrari. Um, nice. This is my kind of movie. Yeah. It's, we, we don't see, a lot of people have been saying this and it, I agree, you don't see a lot of the the big budget biopics with the the, the like great cast. 
anymore. Um, it's just Christian Bale's great. You see, Matt Damon's great. When we saw the trailer originally, you and me were at the movies. Can't remember what we were seeing. I, in my head, I was like, ah, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm not the biggest car person. And then after you saying it was really great, and I gave it some thought. Mm. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I was kind of more like, maybe I should watch I it. I should actually check this it's, out. It's my, it's a biopic. It's about creating something. So it's always feels, it's two and a half hours, but it just feels like it's moving. It's moving, yeah. it's moving. Because it's about the creation of something. They have a goal and they're always going to something. Mm. And then the film, it's just, I, I, I thought it was great. Can yeah. I just ask very quickly, a movie that hasn't appeared on any of our lists yet, but I haven't seen it. Has The Irishman not appeared on any of our lists? It is my number... 18. Oh, okay. Uh, I haven't watched it, so... I haven't seen it yet. I haven't haven't watched it either. I think the last 90 minutes of that movie is great. The last, sorry? 90 minutes of that movie is fantastic. The last 90 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Is that what, maybe a third? Not the other two hours. Yeah, literally. It's it's a commitment. (laughs) I haven't had enough time to sit down. You've got to book a day off. You've got to plan a holiday. It's not their fault, but they de-age... Robert De Niro, and it looks great, but you can't overlook the fact that he's meant to be 30 and he's walking like an 80-year-old. Oh, no. Wait, yeah. he's meant to be 30? Well, in some parts. Oh. Okay. Oh, it's a go, like, interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, but, yeah. Okay, so, sorry, continue. What was, what was I just talking about? Four me Ferrari. Cool. Number three, Knives Out. Knives Out. Oh. Now, here's my, here's my thing. Hot take. My one, two, and three... All tied for one, pretty much. I just had to choose an order. Yeah, that's these are uh, I can't choose fair. between these three. They're just in this order. So number three is Knives Out. Number two is Jojo Rabbit. Jojo oh. Rabbit. Is that the mm. highest that appears on a list? No. no? Okay, interesting. Interesting. Yes. All right. Do we want to just fly through these number ones? Braden, what's your number one? Joker. Uh. <laughs> jo- Michael. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Uh, oh God! What was my number one again? Oh, little women, on. little women. That's oh my it. God. <laughs> I had to get How my did you forget that? It's little women. My yeah. number one is 1917. 1917. Um, See, 1917 made it on my top 10 list of the year. I I don't have them in any particular order, but just one of my favorite movies of the year was 1917. I think... I cannot wait to watch it. It's one you have to go see in a cinema. Mm. I think uh, it's phenomenal. Um, It's it's good for two hours, but it just... Like, you I was going to say characters through the whole time. Isn't it the one take thing? Yeah, it's, it's meant to look like one it, whole it's shot. It's pretty much two unbroken takes. Perfect. Real. I'm going to say real time for a bit of them. Nice. Uh, it's just it's the best film in terms of filmmaking mm. and like the lighting, the cinematography. I don't know where on this film you would put lights on, yeah, but they do it because mm, I don't know how they did the lighting, yep. but they did. Can I just ask because I want to take my dad to see it. And he doesn't trust me. He doesn't want to come to the movies with me anymore because I said I've led him astray so many times. He doesn't um, how? He, he hated Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> how? He, he hated Dunkirk. Which how? I, I love Dunkirk. And I want to, so I want to ask, as another movie, how does it compare to Dunkirk? One of them. I like so, it better. So Dunkirk, I, I can kind of see, like, if you don't like Dunkirk, you might not like 1917. Because, like, it's such, like, a... But I love Dunkirk. I mean... Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Uh. I say, I've been saying to Dad, I'm like, but Dad, that was in the air. And this is that was on a beach. And I think... I think this one isn't on a beach. So I'm trying to convince him to come, but I don't want to, you know, be berated mm. if I take him to a, a Dunkirk, you know, something similar. 
Because I love Dunkirk it's, it's, too. I don't get how he doesn't like I do, it. I like Dunkirk. Mm. One of the biggest it's things. Just a very like like gritty World War One, super like intense World War One film. Yeah. Is like, there fighting? Because Dad's complaint is that there were no, there was no fighting in Dunkirk. Oh, then don't take him to see this. Is only. Oh uh, yeah, ground. don't take him. Yeah, don't take him to see 1917. <laughs> all right, I might. Yeah, all right. Thank all you. All right, well, Steph, you got you guys can talk about Little Women. Yes. Oh my God. Please, please. Oh my God. Little Women was amazing. Oh my God. I I, honestly, I'm, I'm honestly annoyed at myself that it's number two, but I can't help it. So, you know, I just, I loved it so much. Alex, what number did it come in for you again? Sorry. 10. 10. Right. I loved it. I thought all the acting was amazing. I saw the original. I read the book. You've, you've seen all the originals and everything. I've, not really. I did not know anything going in. I'm a little bit ashamed to have number one, like a, a movie that's based off of a book, like it's source material, it's a remake of a film. Like it seems like, eh. it just seems like something that's not really when Hollywood. It's, not when it's this well done. It, I just think, yeah, that's it. It was so well done. I think like it was not nominated for anything. And I don't think of the Golden Globes. No, which is I don't no. believe Shocking. But I think they're going to give her a director nod at the Oscars. Credit Hopefully. Gerwig. Yeah. Mm, they should. All the acting is great. Oh, that freaking everyone in this film is phenomenal. And every, the setting, the settings and the scenes that they the do, costumes. the way that they weave through their plot is I thought the excellent. strongest parts of this film were when all four of them are together. Oh, hundred percent. I thought the chemistry the, between I, them all. Yeah. I really like the use of color with the yep. present tense in the past. Yeah. Being warm tones. Tense, in, sorry, the present. Warm tones yeah. in their childhood and cool tones in their adulthood. Yeah. Cause it's a bit darker. It's like, there isn't just one thing that I could say, like makes this movie number one. I couldn't just tell you like, yeah. oh, it's because of this. Nothing is particularly phenomenal, but the feeling that I got when I watched it, it was just so heartwarming to me. I just walked out and I, I was just feeling good for the rest of the day. Uh, and I just, yeah, absolutely loved it. Um, Mikhail and I went and saw it on New Year's Day, same as you. And uh, as soon as we came out of it, like, Mikhail doesn't cry at movies. She was, oh, was tears in this. A mess. Um, I was an absolute mess. Uh, <laughs> I, was... I actually do cry in movies, so I was crying so much. I, I went to see this by myself because um, I just wanted to put it on. I just knew yeah, I had to see, to see it before it. I finalised this list. And I didn't finalise this list until... As we were doing the show. Two minutes ago. Um, legit, as we were doing the show. Um, yeah, I was rearranging mine as we were yeah. going. So, um, basically, uh, I was the only man in the theatre. Got some weird looks. From yeah. Oh, I, I did as well, but at least I was with my girlfriend. Yeah, I was just there by myself like, well, this is fun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, like my only real problem with this movie is that I thought the back half of it dragged a little bit. I thought it was a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I thought it was like a well, it was a solid movie. Yeah. Uh, it's certain, and as you said, like the scenes where everyone is together, like when they're on each other's toes of lines and they're all just naturally going through conversations, yeah. the characters like humor and like emotion come through so perfectly. Like everyone in this film is so good. And I want to give a shout out to Florence Pooh. Oh my God. She's excellent. Um, this is the year of Florence Pooh. Yeah. She did. I hope I'm saying her last name right. Yeah, I really she, don't know. I don't she, know either. Gave three really str- yeah, cool. three <laughs> really strong performances in Fighting with My Family, yes, um, Midsummer, and Little Women. Yeah, so and she did an amazing job across all three. I'm really excited to see what she does next. Black Widow. Okay, <laughs> I'm really excited to see what she does after Black Widow. Oh no, yes. you don't. You're not excited for her to be the new Black Widow. I mean, I'm excited for her to be in anything. She's, I just she's not the ex- new Black Widow. I'm in the not MCU. that excited for Black Widow. I'm sorry. Well, no, it, like I'm oh, just. I exci- think that looks cool. Yeah. I don't know. Heck yes, Eli. Damn straight. <laughs> Taskmaster. Fucking. Uh, David Harbour's. David Harbour looks like a I'm boss. For it. Oh man, it's gonna be great. Um, I don't. I can't imagine it's gonna be great. It's gonna be okay. Jojo Rabbit. Yes. Jojo Rabbit. Number one. How is it? 
I loved it. It was it was great. Jojo Rabbit was my. I mean, so all great. all these three have been my number one. Yeah, they're all. Them over. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly um, right. I was gonna say you three have seen it. You where did you put it? Have there? seen it. It was number three for me. Yeah. Number three, but it was mm. number one. Then it was number two, and then it went to um, yeah. this movie. I mean, talk about the when it hits you in the feels. We haven't seen, so I'm not gonna spoil it. Thank you. But, um, <laughs> I appreciate that. This movie, like it's. Emotional at some points. It's hilarious. It's it's just a really like. My dad's not a big movie person, mm. and I don't like. He if I come home from the movies, like if we go on at night, he'll be like, "Oh, what did you go see?" I've never stood there and told him about a movie so much before, other nice. than like Star Wars or something. Yeah, where which like, like oh, once he's actually happened, seen happened, and it's like he knows about. Yeah, I haven't stood there for a good like five minutes just going oh like telling him. How great it was and nice. everything. Like he was just sitting there yeah. in his shed, and I was just, I was just going on <laughs> about just, this movie. You just sort of went on a bit of a, a, a passionate rant. I thought Taika Waititi was great. I love his sort of as as the kid. I can't remember his name. Jojo. Jojo. <laughs> How can I remember? <laughs> What's his actual name? Is it oh. actually just Jojo? Uh, yeah, Fuck, that was Joe funny. Hunt, <laughs> there we that go. was so funny. <laughs> oh my fucking god. <laughs> My number one, and I, I've done this. Well, uh, oh, that's my cue to leave. Thanks for having uh, me on the show. Eli, Eli what, you can replace my spot. Eli, what do you think of JoJo? It was incredible. It was like, uh, it's it's one of those movies that it's so, so exciting and fun all the way through. Like, even, it's fucking hilarious. And also, even, like, in the end, when it's getting really emotional and sad, it's like, you're crying, but with like the biggest smile, open jaw drop smile yeah. on your face. Yeah. It's, it's very feel. It, 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 it makes you feel good it's as well. Sam Rockwell's a standout yeah. performance yeah. for me. Yeah, it's hard to do with the Holocaust, but you know they did, yeah. and like fucking, <laughs> uh, it was like so incredible. Like it, it's also like it's such it pays such tribute to like fucking shit like the um, Mel Brooks and the producers and like uh, yeah. Uh, like just the the attitude of making fun of Hitler and like that whole it it also just touches on so many things about like um it, it it's I guess it's kind of the movie that you need to see if you're worried about like fucking the neo Nazi party and shit about how it's like propaganda can like affect young minds and stuff. yeah yeah and it's all about that. And about how a lot of this stuff is just like, you know, evil people influencing kids and like it's been that way forever. And like you can find uh, you can find a lot of things through this one character. It's just so beautiful. I love that. That was very well put. Yeah. Uh, I feel like yeah. the kid, Roman Griffin Davis, that played Jojo. Mm. There you go, Jojo. Um, <laughs> I'll remember I that. thought he was fantastic. He was. What I, like what I was trying to say before, before I done goofed was like <laughs> as he like you know learns and kind of you know changes his ideals like the way Taika Waititi like as Hitler then descends into more madness That's like he it. starts yeah. off as like a really yeah. nice happy best friend and then as it descends it he just you I know he gets how... more power like you know power hungry trying to drive his thoughts I love how he Hitler isn't it. just yeah. like he's not just Hitler mm. as the imaginary friend but he also says you know like he'll interchange he'll, he'd be like oh yeah and you're also really handsome, Jojo. Like, he would say things that, like, a kid would expect their imaginary friend exactly. to say. Yeah. And then he slowly, slowly descends into madness. And then after, you know, in the timeline, after Hitler's died, mm. which is, you know, that's not a spoiler. Sorry, spoiler. Happen- <laughs> wow. Whoa, hold up. <laughs> Wait, bring um, it in there. We're not living died. in Wolfenstein they, they world. They did a Tarantino. Hitler's still alive and everything. Yeah, like, yeah I, I really like how that reflects in Jojo's mind as well. Mm. 
In a way, it's like it, it's almost perfectly perfectly representing that j- of JoJo learning who Hitler is, because it's almost like these hit, these Hitler youth don't actually know who Hitler is. Yeah. They see him as this big hero and this imaginary friend. But as you learn who Hitler actually is, then he actually becomes Hitler at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. That sounds that, excellent. Yeah, it. it's like just it was so great. Also, the chick that played Elsa, she did really good. Yeah, she was good. Oh, too. Yeah. I thought I thought you were talking about Frozen for a second. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, hold up, I did a Menzel yeah, in Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> nah, yeah, the girl, yeah, she's real good in it. Um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Oh, how I was um, I, had it, I had it literally. A how was ago. um? Um, how, how was Tiny Nick Frost? Oh, Tiny, yeah, Little Nick Frost is great. Oh, also, also that kid in the trailer already looked hilarious. Re- Rebel Wilson, I, she was tolerable. She was tolerable. Like, wait, hold up, she she's was, tolerable. I think she was great. Like, I think yeah. she was pre- like, yeah, I loved her. Like, in she that. was actually like not bad in this. Like, I'm not a, I'm not I a fan worried. of her at all. I am shocked. I was worried when I heard she was cast in it look, because I'm not a fan. Look, yeah. but she, she was wasn't great. as good as she was in Cats. But uh, like, okay, no. and <laughs> even even just the one scene with Stephen Merchant in it. Oh, oh Stephen Merchant is great. the only one scene. Oh my god, he's amazing. It's, so it, it, it's an amazing scene too. I think okay. we're talking about acting. I think Scarlett Johansson needs to be mentioned. She oh was yes, absolutely phenomenal. She had a year that. of tying oh, up yeah. shoelaces. Yeah, <laughs> because of Marriage Story. Yeah, thanks, friend. That's all good. <laughs> I just wanted to explain my joke for anyone who didn't get it. Um, do, we want, yeah. do we want to talk about some of the the, the really low lows of 2019 oh, as well? God, I have a list. Yeah, Alex Wait, has a list. Quickly before we get into that, there we go. I added a few favorites that have been go. skipped over. Yes, 100. percent because and the, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt because I'm pretty sure these are all things that only two things that have totally flown under the radar because I saw at South by Southwest Film Festival this year. Nice. I was able to go, and there were two movies that I don't think they got big theatrical releases. Can I guess but, one of them? Um, can ooh, I? Cause yes, it's one that I really want to see, and I've heard so many great things. <gasps> Honey Boy. Yeah, uh, close oh, because yeah. Honey Boy is the is the Shia LaBeouf one, right? Yeah. Mm. Oh. Peanut Butter Falcon, then. Peanut Butter Falcon is the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Neither of Uh, them. That was incredible. Uh, I saw that at South by Southwest. Uh, Shia LaBeouf plays, like, this hick, and he has to... He meets this um, uh, kid with Down syndrome uh, who really just wants to go to wrestling school. And it's, like, a super (laughs) interesting, weird plot and, like, a culmination of... The girl from Fifty Shades of Grey is in it, too. Um, Ah. And she, she plays the the teacher or the or the caretaker of the kid with down syndrome who is in a place where it's all, you know, it's like, it, it's a special school or special, he has to sleep there um, because it's all these kids with down syndrome, but he just wants to escape. And this, uh, and his teacher has to come after him and it's like really beautiful. Uh, and it's really weird and funny. Uh, and the director like came out and shook everybody's hands online saying that because these, these are just obviously two guys who um, had no money. They met this uh, this actor who had Down syndrome and he was like they he wanted them to make a movie for him and they did and they got Shia LaBeouf in it. That's excellent. I'm just looking up this now and everything. Like, at it, literally coming in at an hour thirty-seven, and it comes out for <laughs> for us apparently end of January, where okay. we might be getting it. But um, yeah, oh, that's okay. that's what's annoying Got about it. Australia. Like a lot of these films that do fly under the radar a bit, that like smaller festival films, yeah. we don't get until well, February. And um, I'm wondering if this one flew under the radar because this one is from where you guys are, the Ooh. the 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 land down under. Here we uh, go. 
is 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 down 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 under sounds offensive. It just no, sounds uh, offensive. No, that's it. We got the whole no, song named no, after yeah, it. Yeah, with the land on fire. Yeah, yeah we that's are all on fire. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so because uh, this director actually has a movie called Down Under, but uh, little. Uh, do you, have you heard of Little Monsters? Yes, I have. That's Ooh, with have um, Lupita Nyong'o and Josh Gad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see it? No, but I want that to. Was, that was one that I saw at South by Southwest and it really stood out because it's just a super weird comedy <laughs> with the biggest heart that I've ever seen. I, like the I, I just read insane... the blurb. I just read the blurb and I'm, it's a what? It's bonkers. A washed up yeah. musician teams up with a teacher and a kid's show personality to protect young children from a sudden outbreak of zombies. Yes. It's insane. It's actually an insane movie. Oh, that's but, awesome. Um, yeah, the, Josh Gad plays this like coked up fucking uh, 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 drug addict uh, children's personality TV star. Lapita plays a, a preschool teacher and oh the main actor of the movie, who's like less known than the other two, uh, plays like this scummy dude who just like has a super hard on for this teacher. Like literally that's like the plot. Like, he's, it's not, but then he becomes romantically whatever. Yeah. It's creepy, but he like, they make it so beautiful because also uh, it's all about the way that the teacher uh, makes these kids not afraid of the zombies. Like she plays games with them to like make them not <laughs> traumatically uh, traumatized. Oh my like, god! This this and that's I, what the whole movie's about. I never never heard of this at all, it, and it looks no. amazing. Came out on Blu-ray yesterday. Oh, did it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. It is, it is. I highly recommend. It was such a surprising watch and one of the most memorable movies this year. Uh, and the last one I have to mention is, and I'm wondering if you guys have gotten this yet, because it is getting a lot of a buzz, uh, is my favorite movie of the entire year was Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. It hasn't come out here yet. I'm very excited wait. to see this. Same. Oh, my God. It comes out Good. on Netflix here at the end of January. I just, I mean, like I said, this is archaic, really, at this point. We have to wait this long to get films. Yeah, it's annoying. To, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's bonkers. I mean, try to watch it. If you have to go, try to watch it with... Uh, I mean, because it's, it's so worth seeing in the theater. I wish, I wish you guys could see yeah. it in the theater. I hope, I hope one of, I hope one of our like artsy theaters Palace does Nova one. Palace Nova might. Nah, because it's coming out on Netflix. See, but I, I'm sure they might do a screening anyway. Because I think, it, yeah. I mean, if they didn't do it for the Irishman here, do you think oh, they're gonna do it for Uncut Gems? That's true. Probably Damn, not. That's such a shame. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it's so I love. It's one of my favorites of the entire year. Yeah, I've heard it, it's it's, it like stood out as just like the most unique movie I've seen in, in a few years, honestly. It's yeah. so great. Um, I don't want to give away too much, but also also it like really resonates with me because it's just like right in the heart of, it's like right in the Diamond District in Manhattan. Yeah. And it's about like, uh, like also my, 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 my Uncle Tommy actually does the same exact job that oh my uh, God. Adam Sandler does in the movie, in the same exact office building. Wow, um, that's amazing. And, it's just like insane. It's an insane look into this very unique, weird world uh, with just a super high paced movie that leaves you just like zonked out of your mind and wondering what just happened. Perfect. I was going to say, because the second that trailer dropped, like watching that, like, ah, oh, like I cannot wait to see this. And I love the fact that Adam Sandler has held the world ransom for the fact that if he doesn't get, like, an award or something, like, he's going to make another <laughs> shit film. Yeah. 
That's the well, best. he was going to make another shit film anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure his deal with Netflix is still going. Yeah. Hopefully, it's something all right. Yeah. We'll see. Um, Alex, run us through some of the worst things we had this year. Uh, 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 my list. All right. Uh, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, comes in as my number one worst film of the year. Your experience watching this is the funniest thing to me ever. I saw this for free and I still wanted my money back. <laughs> um, so, so we get preview screenings sometimes. Uh, you, we got one for Maleficent too. Uh, all the rest of us were busy, so busy yeah. in quotes. Well, hey, we were all busy somehow. Um, and so you took your sister, who liked the first one a lot. Yep, I had never seen the first one. <laughs> so you going didn't... to see the second one? I freaking love it. It's so good. And yeah, I just really did not like this movie. Neither uh-huh. did your sister. Yeah, my sister Neither didn't did like it at all. Anyone we... else in the cinema? Didn't yeah, they? no one rocked up to the screening. Yeah, <laughs> no one wanted to see it. Like, so... there are people there for the preview. No one, no one showed up. Yeah, I love it. Uh, what's some other crap um, we got? I'm just gonna run through the, the, this. This is this is an order from worst to least worst. Uh, in my list is Dark Phoenix, uh, Hellboy. Oh, Hellboy was fun though. Mm. Um, the it hustle. was so bad. The hustle. Ugh. Um, Men in Black International. Yeah, was that actually not that great? Nah, it wasn't good. It was at not all. good. Um, oh, another joke's hit. Uh, I do have the Rise of Skywalker on here. <laughs> um, uh, little. Oh boy. The the only the only like screening that I went to for the majority of the year, little was little, little. and boy is that a just little was weird man because yep. like it's about uh uh like a bitch. It's like it's a, she's playing a bitch. She got she got bullied. She got bullied. Her dad encouraged like he's like you know you'll be their boss someday. So she's wow. Like, you remember this more than I do. Oh, she's that yeah, she's no, like, she remember. turns to a mean boss and then she turns into a kid and it's. And then, but as um, a kid, she's still hitting on adult men, oh. and it's really weird. It's just uncomfortable. That's not okay. And it's cats, <laughs> obviously. Cats. Um, and Eli, yeah. you seen cats? No, I did not because uh, you... I did not feel like it. Are you going <laughs> to go see cats? No, he doesn't feel like it. Eli, I'm take, Eli, Eli, take ta- ta- take my word on this, Eli. Cats. Ta- take my might... take my word on this. Do not spend money seeing cats. If That's someone, I, I think I'm going to see cats. I'm not going to spend money to see cats. Thank I you. I got this weird enjoyment out of watching cats. Alex freaking loved cats. No, but I didn't. I don't think it's a good film. I think it's a but horrible, horrible you, film. You but I had the best so time much. in this movie. Ugh. I thought it was so bad and so weird, and um, <laughs> I thought it, I like I got creeped out when they showed mice in the film and the mice were little kids. Like oh, oh my gross, ew. I don't yeah. like that spoiler. Okay, no, are, you, are you ready for this? This isn't really. A, it's not really a spoiler, but it kind of is. I mean, give me all the spoilers, but I'm. Uh, I just meant to say that so I did. I hid that imagery. So yeah. straight up, you're just like, okay, cool. All these humanoid cats. Okay, this is the world we're living in. That's that's fine. That's okay. All the buildings are really big to signify that they're like cat size. The that's fine. Cool for other Scale things, is so. broken as fuck. Um, then you. Introduced in this film, you get fucking humanoid mice. You get humanoid uh, cockroaches. Ew. It's, oh, no. The cockroaches look like little army men. I don't like, want... do, they, do they crawl? No, they, uh, no, they, they march. All, they all march. It's, they walk? They walk on <laughs> two of their, like, 18 legs. Like, it's, ah, gross. it's gross. so fucked. The end of this movie is Judy Dench looking directly down the lens of the camera and singing a song about how a cat is not a dog. <laughs> the, the, the only thing that I'm kind of like, because I am a little bit, I do have a huge soft spot for musicals, yeah. and I but I, I've never seen Cats. I don't really know that many songs from Cats, 
Do you and know the story? Even from people who are huge musical theater nerds are kind of like 50-50 on yeah. the musical. Eli, so, Michaela and I, I um, as massive musical fans, um, we, we went and saw Cats, like the stage musical, um, and Michaela already knew that she didn't like it because she's... Uh, well into she's well tapped into like where musicals are at and what's popular and what's big and everything um she hates cats um so she took me to see it because we got like dirt cheap tickets or something and we sat at the very like nosebleeds at the very back um yep my god there's nothing to this musical (laughs) it's just cats introducing themselves hi we're the cats let's all talk about who we are as the cats you're gonna hear the word jellicle 85 million times <laughs> and uh you're gonna see uh rebel wilson in a way you do not want to see her you're yeah. gonna see james corden rebel in a wilson, strange light rebel wilson ripping off her cat skin and to reveal Pardon? a cat dimenti suit underneath this is not a joke skin. she wears fake cats like Wait, put she rips off her already here's my question is the is the cat skin that I see in the trailer, yes. the cat skin that she rips off. Yes. yes. So, so, uh, ev- ev- so ev- <laughs> ev- okay. So get this. This is the most confusing part. So there is no consistency in what cats are wearing clothes and how they wear clothes and how much clothes they get to wear. It's ridiculous. So you're introduced to all these cats. All of them are naked. Cool. Oh, there's this one magic guy who's got a vest and a top hat. That's fine. Um, and then you go to Rebel Wilson and it's like, cool, she's got a collar on, but she's naked like the rest of them. That's fine. She then proceeds to, in a musical number, rip off her skin below her neck or like her fur below her neck to reveal her actual fur underneath with a sparkly vest. And then you've got everyone like freaking like Dame Judi Dench in a fur coat and you've got... Uh, Ian uh, McKellen wearing fingerless gloves. Ian McKellen wearing fingerless gloves, which make it look like they just didn't CGI his fingers at all. Um, you've got... Uh, uh, Taylor Swift in only a pair of heels in five for only five minutes of the film. Yeah, and it's like, it's it's like, like imagine like hanging around a nudist colony. Yeah, and like one of your best friends who's a nudist has been nude their entire lives, and then all of a sudden one day they decide to rip off their skin, <laughs> throwing their genitalia aside to reveal that they've been wearing a suit the entire time. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, you hit is. the nail on the head with how uncomfortable it makes you. Uh. Oh, yeah, look, this is making me really uncomfortable hearing about it. Yeah. So can we move on, please? Cat yeah, talk. that's the that's the. Uh, please. What, was there anything else from twenty nineteen that was a big whoopsie doodle? Or? Um, no, not no. really. Nah, um, that's it. That's um, about it. it. Damn. Yeah. I just want to say, uh, it's one last thing because uh, we did have it on here originally, but around twenty minutes, man. This show is, should end now. Yep. But um, I think <laughs> the best film of the decade. Oh. Has been the Social Network. So damn. Okay. Yep. I would That's say, a, call me by your name. My favorite film of all time. So Timothy that came Chalmer. out. Timothy. Timothy. Uh, I haven't looked into it that much. So I, can't, I haven't I thought about the decade either. at all. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, That's a, spotlight. a big call though. Spotlight would be up there too. Spotlight. Ooh. Man, so many massive films have come out though. That's mm. really tough. Um, be worth making a bit of a list for. I have. Um, so, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, with that, I think that brings us to the end. The end of our 2019 in review. Um, thank you so much for everyone for another fantastic year. Um, it's been great fun. The show's grown a bunch. Um, we've we've got our new equipment this past year. Everything's so much nicer. New member. Uh, new new member, name. Official member. Ne- new name. We rebranded. It's been excellent. 
Um, thank you so much to everyone who's stuck with us. Um, new and friends. Thank you to all the new people who've come across on Spotify these past couple of weeks. Yeah, Spotify grown, has been growing. We've a doubled bunch. our numbers on there in the past uh, three weeks. Ooh, so. Yeah. so that's been fun. Thank you to everyone who has randomly let some of our YouTube videos blow up. Like uh, blow up a thousand views isn't well. Blow up. blow up for us compared to like fifty. Yeah, Trey. 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 Can we move past that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go out on it. That's fine. <laughs> Um, a quick little uh, uh, bit of um, housekeeping as well. Uh, for the show coming into 2020, uh, we're also going to be doing some new segments at least. Oh, we're yes, changing finally. our whole show format. We're yeah. changing our whole show format, and this yeah. is how we're going to announce it's it. It's going to be... Uh, basically, we're parroting a uh, national television broadcast te- uh, news yeah. team um, in the sense hey. of you've got your standard news, you've got your breaking news, you've got your reviews uh, from your entertainment people, um, and then you've also got uh, Alex your... and Steph, foreign correspondent. Alex That's and Steph it. as the foreign correspondent. Finally, I'm not doing Fast and Furious anymore. I never have to watch another Fast and Furious film. Well, you do. There's number <laughs> no. nine coming out. Yeah, number maybe nine, number nine. Maybe yeah. we'll see. But I'm getting Alex to watch foreign films. I've got them all listed. So I'm very excited. This new um, what we're doing basically is that. We're going to have different segments. Michael's going to be our sports person. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michael's going to watch a new sports film every week and come back and uh, tell us on it. Steph's going to make me watch a foreign film every week and then we'll talk about that. Yeah. You're going to do I'm a, <laughs> I'm a resident weatherman. Uh, yeah. I'm bringing back the uh, the rain and the thunder and the dark clouds and the bad stuff with Brayden's spooky, scary segment um, where I have to watch more <laughs> horror films. Um, and I will do that this, this year. I really don't want to, but I will. Um uh. So it should be really fun. Uh, it'll be I, a, I would hate to be in your position with the horror films. Yeah, uh, Eli, it's an absolute nightmare. I'm just glad it's not me, to be fair. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, mm. it's it's very interesting. But we're looking um, forward to that. It's an exciting year. I think this year is going to be a really good one for all of us. Um, I think all of us have some really fun stuff on the horizon. Um, I'm sure, Eli, you've got some great stuff planned up for this year as well. Yeah, where uh, me, me, Jacob, and Gabe, my collaborators are more than enough, are working on writing season three right now. I am um, very excited for that. We, we've been working for the past uh, few months just writing every single week, uh, and we're finally coming to a close on the writing session, and we're finally going steam, uh, like, we're going to go full steam ahead into planning production, and we can't wait to get um the season three out in 2020 so we can't wait to see it's it gonna be awesome yeah. i am yeah. very excited that is gonna be an absolute romp i cannot wait there's gonna be such a fun time and uh i cannot wait for the uh, ridiculous behind the scenes stories of that entire production cycle oh yeah it's i'm i'm sure that there's gonna be more than ever <laughs> yeah uh it'll be it'll be a blessing on our instagram feeds also uh eli just to mention it because you did release a video on your own channel of the sorority girl oh song god. oh my god which, oh my god. which is something so that i've listened to many times i didn't even know anybody saw that honestly no, alex, has, alex, alex showed us on it. and well it's fantastic i've listened to it many times sometimes i walk around it's just stuck in my head <laughs> So congratulations <laughs> for that. Yeah. Um, it's very well done. Yeah. So that was that was really good, man. Um, Thank you so much. It was something like uh, I, I've I've always kind of just playing around with like uh, music software and like taking little things to see what I can make out of it. So it was that was just a fun thing I did on the side. Awesome. So everyone go check that out. Obviously, go check out More Than Enough. They yes, do my God. Some of the funniest videos you'll find on the internet there. Yeah. And um, uh, you, you and the guys from More Than Enough are always popping in on Pretty Much It as well. Yeah. Always popping yeah. in on yeah. there. Um, it's a really tight-knit community. I love it. It's a yeah. great time. 
Um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun this year, and I just can't wait to keep doing. Uh, we've got uh, big plans, and like we're we're just trying to uh, keep on doing stuff. So I really can't wait for 2020. So stay tuned, definitely. Yes. Oh, I love it. Um, and uh, with that, uh, make sure to go and follow us on follow us on whatever you're listening to this too. Yep. Um, Hello. Check it. Check us out on all of the socials. That's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you again, Eli. Uh, wonderful as always. Thanks for coming on again. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure as always. Good, good. And with that, as always, I'm Alex. I'm Steph. I'm Michael. I'm Brayden. <laughs> I'm Eli. There Yay! we go. We did it. We don't want people about that, but we should. I was supposed to say my name. That's fine. That's fine. It's all good. You, but oh well. We threw you under the bus. Um, yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Uh, and with that, catch you later. Bye-bye.